Hello, and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane, and here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello, my friend. Hello, Rob. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. i uh watching, uh, it is, what, Wednesday night? I'm watching our uh, Celtics, uh, and uh, we are winning in the third quarter, which is good to see. Who are you playing? And we're pretty damn good. We're playing Detroit. Detroit stinks, though, it seems. Detroit Rock City. Um, but, uh, yeah, life's good. Um, I was, was going to say, I don't even remember. I lost my train of thought as I was watching this. <laughs> good start. No, good start. We're off to a good start. We're off to a roaring, rolling, roaring, roaring start. Um, I did go back to the alma mater. Did I tell you that? You did not. Yeah. So I went to uh, Springfield last week. You were not. Week. You were. You were allowed back in. Congratulations. The ban has been. Li- the ban has been lifted. Kind of. Um, but I did. Uh, it was a. It was a fun thing, right? I had. I did some meetings. I talked with some classes and such, and uh, it was a. It was fun. It was fun to go back to the old stomping grounds. They're building like a new, like ninety, sixty. I don't know what the number is. Million dollar like building on campus and just like keep going like crazy. It's probably the donation you made recently. Yes, the uh, <laughs> actually, I'm, uh, I'm gonna make a. Uh, I've never donated a dollar. I, you know, what's funny? When I had less money, I used to. <laughs> you, <laughs> like I, I, you know, I had this like. Um, <coughs> oh geez, here we go. I had this uh, like feeling when I first started working in sports that I owed it all to UMass. So like I used to like donate money. Oh, that was nice of you. To the sports management program uh, on a regular basis. And then as I started to get the phone call, the robo, like, here's what really truly happened. I'd get the calls, like, they harassed me. like Harassed? Harassed me. Like, 413, I'd see the 413 Amherst number come up. (laughs) And I would, like, if I was busy, I would just, like, boom. Because they call you at night, like, late at night. And I just started sending it to voice. But they would call me incessantly. And I was like, okay, guys, like, this is now making me, like, kind of annoyed so i just stopped giving them money because i was like then maybe they'll stop calling me if i don't give money for a couple years in a row and that it it's it it did slow down but when you give money they pounce they will come and find you and hunt you down hunt you down so yeah i i did stop donating and which is the irony that i made as i made as i've made more money i've donated less to umass (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. That's, so now that's, you're going to start donating. Good. Congratulations. I didn't say that. I thought you just said you're going to start making them. I thought you just said you're going to start donating. I, that is, I didn't. I did not say that. Oh, then I miss. I miss her. So sorry, Springfield. You, you're, you, you're still not getting any money from Rob. <laughs> I did not say that. But I, um, I did see some folks, which is nice to go see some folks. As in, uh, I had one professor. I don't know if you had like, I had one professor who changed my life. I did not have that. I don't. I can't say I did. How did they change your life? So his name is Bob Acorsi, and he just re- he retired last year. So this is their first year without him, and he's been there for you know. Acorsi related to Ernie Acorsi. I don't believe so. Okay. Um, never asked that question. Maybe I should have. Um, a giant great. Um, I'm sure he would have brought it up. Anyway, um, so why did he? So at the at your senior year, you take the hardest sports management class. I think I don't even remember what it was called. I think it was called like public relations, but I don't think it had anything to do with it. It was basically like your capstone project that you had, and it was your senior year. And it was very large, very big, very intense thing. And at the beginning of the class, he's trying to get a feel like, what are you interested in? And, you know, so that he can then take, uh, you know, these case studies almost and assign you one so that you can research it and then provide what you would um, do in the scenario. So after getting used to it, you know what he provided me? What my whole project was about? Uh, I do not, but I think you're going to tell us. I think I am. Um, years ago, they tried to bring a minor league baseball team to Springfield, and it failed. So learn all about how that worked. Learn about what it takes to bring a minor league baseball team to a different place. Learn all about the minor league baseball business. Learn about anything and everything that had hap- happened. And it was like... Who would your big sponsors be? Who, what would you name the park? Mine was, uh, uh, I said I would go after Peter Pan Bus Lines because Peter Pan Park sounded good, right? And they, yep. were, based in, they were based in Springfield. That yep. was one of the things I would do. 
Um, so anyway, uh, so he like really guided me through that. He guided me, you know, getting out of college. He has guided me recently, right? And uh, and he uh, so I was not expecting to see him, but he had like he's a big wine guy. And they had like a wine tasting, wine event, wine something or other. Yep. Um, at Springfield, that's uh, what I uh, that I went to. So that changed. That did clearly change. Is that so that clicked in your mind that you wanted to work in minor league sports? It clicked in my mind that I could, and that I understood what minor league sports was. Right. Like I I didn't even know at the time I was so stupid, and like so. <laughs> Uh, naive to everything. I had no, I like, I literally had no idea. And I know, like, I get oh, you. That's a, that's a, <coughs> that's me. a job. It was that's we, a, we didn't know what, when we were in sport. When I, I look back, like when you were in sports management, did you know what you were actually getting yourself into? No, I had no idea. The, uh, I remember the way it was sold to me, and I think sports management is really a scam in the way that they <laughs> do it, right? So, like, it's really just a marketing ploy, right? Like, there's no, like, if you have a business degree and you get a handful of different classes, like, you're just quite as qualified as I am. You think so? Tell me why I'm wrong. So, I would say, okay, so my experience was, this. I, now, I think later on in your career, I think that could be true. I think early on what sports management did for me, especially at New Mass, I don't know, maybe Springfield wasn't as good, um, <laughs> that I, I, I did know more about what I was getting myself into when it pertained to the long hours, no pay, craziness of the business part of it. Because I, I remember vividly the first day of Sports Management 101, they were like, if – if you don't, if you, if you, if, if you want to make a lot of money and you want to have your weekends and your holidays off, this class isn't for you, and this yeah. this this major isn't for you. Like that was like day one. Like just get out. Like you're, it's it's not what you think it's going to be from that perspective. And I do remember early on in my career when when you know after the one or two years of being in it where people just like ah, I'm out of here. Like they just bounced. We were told, and it kind of obviously it settled into your brain too because you stayed you stayed with it for twenty years now. If you power through the first couple of years, which are rough, yeah, it's it's an easier industry to ascend because it cuts off so many people so quickly because of the that's hardships. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's a great point because that's true, right? Like, there's just less people that can that move up because like I'm not working five thousand hours a week. Correct. Yeah, but I think I think to your point. If you get to mid management and so forth, I don't think I think a business degree would suffice if you stayed in it. I, I do think there's, and I, I mean, this is, I think it's a really hard industry to transition into if you don't come up through it. Like CFO, maybe like there's certain roles, but I, I, I just don't think it's such a unique industry. I don't believe it's I just th- like I can understand. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. I'm not that's, I'm not talking about majors. I'm not talking about majors. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like transitioning jobs. It's a different conversation. I totally took us off the rails. I think earlier in your career you benefit from a sports management degree. I think if you have a business degree and you start at the same time as like we did and you powered through, it doesn't have any difference. I do agree with that. Yeah, I can I, I Does that make that. sense? It does. I'm th- like But like if you, like, if if you worked at Goldman Sachs it, for f- 5 years and you worked at the if you worked at Goldman Sachs and then yeah, and you transition, like try to like make it like I don't know five six years into your career. Yeah, that's going to be harder. But if you have a history degree coming into working in you know the lowest level of sports, like you'll be fine. Yeah, as long as you power through. I agree. As long as you power through, as long as you have work ethic and work through and all of those things that are important. You'll be oh fine. no! Yeah. I, I- I, I don't think by any means you need a sports management degree to be successful, but I, I do think my experience early on in my career was I saw... The, the only thing that's changing in sports management stuff <laughs> is they are, I do I believe, do a better job now of leveraging partnerships with teams and being able to get internships, be able to get interviews, be able to get experiences. 1,000%. I feel and like it's got to be easier that, to get an internship that now, with that, right? Has got to be way. That's much more powerful now than it was. Well, you know, however many years. I wouldn't even say that long ago, right? Like, 
the ability to get internships and to be able to get a relative experience is, you know, gigantic. What much more, um, I think, focused on now, which is good, right? Experience matters. Uh, yeah, that's got to be. I, I mean, I don't have any scientific data to back it up other than I would imagine if you're in a sports. Well, look at, just look at all the deals that sponsorship deals, right? The world that we're in and how many more education partners there are now in sports than there were. That's true. Previously, yeah. right? Like those education partners are not just doing it to get their logo up there, right? They're doing it to drive applicants. That and they want to be able to say, if you come here, we can get you internships and job. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? No, I, no that, 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 that is true. I wouldn't lie to you. But anyway, I need to vent a little bit. <laughs> but you're bit also not going to donate to Springfield, so that's there's that. And I, I, I wouldn't say never. Um, there won't, be, have a, there won't have be the a Rob Crane Hall? No, there won't be the Rob Crane Hall. I'm pretty sure that can't happen. Um, Why? 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 How come? Because maybe I've gotten in some trouble in that place <laughs> a little bit. and that. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a Rob Crane Hall will happen. That's, um, that's too bad. Maybe gotten, you know, I was a little bit immature. I would like to. The um, you know. Speaking of, not that it was Springfield, but it was next to Springfield, Westfield State. Yeah. I had a couple of buddies from UMass who were banned from that campus. <laughs> <laughs> they broke a, they broke a, they broke a water fountain or two. Um, yeah, a, that'll do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do they it. They got the letter, you were banned from campus. But anyway, go on your rant. So I, I don't want to go on a rant. But I want to tell you an observation I've had. So maybe since the three, we'll just say over the three years that we've had this. Yep. The good people, there's like, I feel like there's good. There's there's people who are really good, right? In They're going through their college career, early in their career, and they have done a good job of networking. They've done a good job of, you know, reaching out to people. They have a good job. They've done a good job. Then there's like this section in the middle who, uh, if I were me, I would probably say maybe I was in the middle. That doesn't really know what the hell they want to do, which is fine. They haven't really done a great job of reaching out. They haven't really done that. But at the end's not around. Uh, the end's not, you know, it's not going to kill them. I feel like there's, I don't know if it's growing or if it's the same, but there's this ass end of this thing that is just brutal that they don't have a clue that they don't want to have a clue and i don't want to get upset about it but like these people have no chance they have like none (laughs) they don't have a chance to do anything because they're not willing to do anything and it drives me crazy uh, do you have a the specific example? End, the, the ass end <laughs> is just the fucking worst. So I was doing an interview. Yeah, get this. Get this. Get this. Get this. Get this. I don't want to go on in this because I like the positive side of this better because I get, I'm get much more fulfilled here, but I got, also got to share a story or two. I was asked. It's like, oh, there's going to be some, my sister who goes to Springfield, right, who I love dearly, and she's doing wonderful. She's on the good, doing good side. Okay? Yep. Editor, all kinds of stuff. Editor of a magazine, blah, blah, blah. blah. She's doing great. Her, uh, very into politics. Um, but anyway, she's like, someone's going to reach out to you. They want to do a story about um, a Springfield grad at the Celtics. I said, yeah, sure. No problem. Reach out. Someone calls. Do a Zoom. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Blah, blah. Same. What's up? I uh, got some questions for you for the paper. All right. Yeah, great. Um, what college did you go to? What? What college <laughs> did I go to? <laughs> it's like, what are we doing this for? It's like, what are you talking about? Well. <laughs> it's his first question. What college did you go to? This is a story on a Springfield grad <laughs> who works at the I was like, what are, what, what are we, what? What? I like looking at what? You should have said Boston College. Boston College. I was like, Springfield. This is the whole reason I'm doing this. <laughs> and uh, I Were they taken back by Springfield? Like, because I was doing a Zoom 
and you know, you know how every dorm room has the same look. It's like the white cinder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paint, it's prison, it it's like a prison the, cell. Then, yeah, it's a prison and cell. The, and the, like the white lights that are like yep. up yeah, there, yeah. right? Yeah, they're all the same. And I was like, oh, what you know, what the you know, what dorm room are you in? Uh, inter- it's called International Hall. I was like, oh, Inti's great. And they're like, what college did you go to? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Right? <laughs> I went to Springfield. So they really did their research on you prior to this call. Next question. After that. Um, can you take me uh, each one, uh, what jobs that you had? And I was like. Oh, boy. I was like, I have, I have, I, I, I just told him, I go, I have a LinkedIn page, right? Like, go on there. It'll tell you everything, what year it was. I don't, I'll get the years wrong. It's what years it was. <laughs> You're with the Celtics now. I am. What do you do with the Celtics? I sell sponsorships and, you know, maybe try to go into that a little bit more. Can I tell you what the last question that he asked was? Please. Who's your favorite player? Um, like, Bob. I told him, I was like, I, <laughs> I said, look, man, I do nothing with the players. Like, I was like, my favorite player right now. I said, I like the way that he plays. I'll give you the thing: is Malcolm Brogdon. I like Malcolm Brogdon. He also seems like a really well, a balanced, you know, guy. And uh, I was frustrated by it. But so then, then let's go to the opposite. That's the ass end, the absolute ass end, and the people who don't have a chance in life. <laughs> next, no I don't really, I don't, I don't really mean that. But next. Uh, I went to a uh, round, like a, they had a networking event, and I was in a freshman, it's like sports management 101 class. The professor did a wonderful job. It was like talking like 18-year-old kids, like this is how we network, this is what we're going to do, and I hope to see you at this thing. You know, I saw a ton of kids there, and they were there at this you know round table event. Basically, it was like we were set here, and then they would go around. And then you've got this core group of people who just want to learn and they want to do great. And those kids who were at this networking thing with a whole bunch of us, it just wasn't sports management kids. Um, it was people from all walks of life. You know, Springfield pounds out uh, uh, like physical therapists and, you know, occupational therapists and that yep, kind of stuff. Yep. They just pound through, right? Every PT person, I feel like a Springfield guy or gal. And uh, though, like everybody there was phenomenal, I was just had a bad experience with one person. <laughs> so, like those phenomenal people, I'll do, any, I'll do anything for. I will do anything for. But that was my experience. That, that's a true. That's a true statement. Hopefully, uh, well, maybe listen. I, no, he doesn't listen. No, of course not. <laughs> He had to. He had to ask. Who, where There's people you went to from school. Springfield who listen to this, and I hope. I don't know if that kid's gonna have a byline in the Springfield paper when this thing comes out, but I'm sorry, but kind of not sorry either. I told him at the end, I was like, "Look, man, I'm not mad. I'm not really mad. I'm just kind of disappointed I'm not mad at all. I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. Like I'm not mad. I'm telling the story um, because I think you could learn something from it. And I told him this. I said, "Look, man, I'm not mad at all." But you should at least know where I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 all right. Yeah. All right. You need anything else? <laughs> this is like me talking to the high kid. <laughs> right. He could have been. And uh, <coughs> I said, all right, goodbye. And that that like, article's never getting written. Like Going right in the drawer. <laughs> it's never going to make the paper. I don't know. I and your sister set it up? Wait, so your sister set it up and said, I No, don't... my sister didn't set it up, I don't think. Um but I did text her after, and I was like, that was, that, was, that was a rough one. And she just said, I'm sorry, do I need to talk to him? I said, no, you don't have to talk You need to fire him. He's an ass end. He's ass end of the clown. He's an ass clown. <laughs> but I'm like, I also feel like, I don't know how you think about this. Maybe it's because I'm on this book kick. But I also feel like it seems to me that the people that are in their we'll call it early stages of their career even mid-career and like end of college when i talk to them sometimes i feel like they think that they should know all the answers 
right? And I feel like they put this pressure on themselves to be able to know what to do next and how it should go and what they need to do. Yep. And I feel like they put a lot of pressure on themselves and sometimes like reaching out to people almost feels like um, like they're inadequate, right? Like I should know this, right? I just got my I just got my degree. I should know this. I've already started my career. I should know this. I'm, you know, five, ten years deep into this thing, right? Like, and I, at least in my experience, that could be farthest from the truth. The reaching out only will, only will help. But I definitely feel like this pressure is like, I don't need anybody to help me. I got it. Like, I got it on my own. And it's like, no, like, you can grow. You can do more. Like, it's an educational process. What do you think? Do you understand what I'm saying? I think so. Yeah, it's better than no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Say it again. I feel like people put a lot of pressure on themselves and they don't ask for help because they feel like it's they make sign them of weakness. feel inadequate. Yeah, sign, sign of weakness. weakness. Oh yeah, sign I mean yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean Yeah, I think a lot of people are guilty of that. I think that's a very common trait, right? Because if you show that you have an inadequacy and are not and don't have all the answers, someone's going to look down on you for not knowing the answer. And then it's people people have a tough time being vulnerable, just in general. Yeah, I feel like that. It's like this. It's, I I feel like they have to have the pressure to know all the answers, and I just want to be like, nah, that's like not true, right? Like the more you reach out to people and reach out to other people, they give you different perspective, and they will. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's you know what's funny is like I bet if I if I'm putting myself on the other side of the coin, thinking back, if I was trying to make an impression on the person that I was reaching out to, I'd want to show that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I also, as I sit here and think about it, when someone is asking poignant questions to try and get better, I find that more impressive than the know-it-all. Same, same, same. That's kind of that's the point I'm getting to is the poignant questions, the, you know, trying to learn and trying to educate questions are much more impactful than the questions in which, or, or more statements to say like, um, you know, like I've got, I, I've got this, I've got this around. I, so at Springfield, I did, there was great people who asked wonderful questions. I just don't want this thing to be, uh, like I was pissed at Springfield because that's far, that's the farthest from the truth. I just had one bad experience, and um, I it was uh, and the people who asked the like really in, in questions like how does a deal come together? Like I don't know how a deal comes together. I've never done. How does a deal come together? Great question. Like, great, <laughs> great I wish question. I I wish I knew because sometimes yeah, um, I don't know. But, yeah, they're all different. So. Anyway, it's like, um, I don't know, I, I, I felt like some of those people that I talked to put, like, the weight of the world on their shoulders. And uh, I feel that even maybe even more now as they are trying to, I mean, they got to go get a job in May. And May might be, in the summer, might be a really difficult time. Oh, what a transition, Rob. You are just teeing up stuff today. I am. You knew what I wanted to talk about. I sure did. The R word. Recession. You remember those Ricola? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the 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 throat things. Yeah, those are great, and they were good too. I don't think I've ever Actually, had they, one. They, I wouldn't say they were good. I found them like they did a good job. They kind of had that like honey medicine taste. So that's good. No, they did a good job. I oh. wouldn't say that they tasted good. Got it. I'd say they did a good job. I used to, I used to pop Ludens as a like candy because I think they were. Remember those, the red cherry Ludens? I, yeah, I, think <laughs> I don't think they were really. Th- 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 I don't think. I don't think they did it. I think. Also, I would like to know a study on do throat lozenges do anything? Like, what's the difference if I had that or a lifesaver? 
I think the, well, way, how the ones many, that taste like many, crap do. I think the ones that like taste like menthol, like the that like opens up the passageways. Like the ones remember, that taste good do not do anything. That's a lifesaver. You're right. It's like Ludens. Like a lifesaver, right? Remember the lifesavers? Yeah, no, they're they still, in, like, yeah, they're in our office. Yeah, yeah, they're in our office in their little candy bowl. Yeah. How many lives have they taken? Because those are like the perfect choking hazard. Oh, they are, yeah. And they're called lifesavers. Does anyone else find that ironic? <laughs> ironic. Did Alanis Morissette write a song about that? She did. It was in there. Lifesavers. Lifesavers have killed more people than they've saved lives. That's a fact. I don't think it saved one life, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's killed more than one. Why aren't they called? Absolutely. Breath- Why aren't they called breath savers? Were they like fruit flavored? Yeah, but they're, just, they're better for your breath. And they though. have like men, uh, they have the menthol one or the uh, ones that make your breath good. But I'm talking like the rainbow colored ones. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're not. They, and they they're they're a killer. I guess it's a light. I don't know. I don't, yeah, choke um, on it. I've choked on lifesavers before. You just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the yellow starburst. Um, they don't taste as bad. No, they do not. Anyway, we'll talk about recession, not recola. <laughs> recola. <laughs> commercial worked clearly. <laughs> yeah, it great. It was great. Recola was fantastic. So uh, with the big horn. I was thinking about I was thinking about how I never how we never prepare for the podcast with thoughts until the right beforehand. And I, I I'm gonna say I had I had an epiphany while emptying the dishwasher. Quite frankly, got it. Because I've been having a lot of rougher conversations on the business side as of late, and it was probably top of mind in my head, which I think is internally st- stressing me out a little bit. But then I flipped it back to the last podcast we had where we talked about empathy for the folks who went through two years of missing because of the recession, not the recession, COVID, the pandemic. COVID, we're about to talk about recession. And then how they were behind the eight ball because of the networking and experience and didn't get all that. So I just started thinking about like, okay, if you were a sophomore in college two years ago, and you went through the pandemic, got through it. Everyone's like, oh, it's great. Smooth sound from there. You get down to we're in November, getting close to graduation in May. You're a senior in college. And shit is just hitting the fan on the economy side. The layoffs on the tech companies have started exponentially. Meta laid off 11,000 today. Salesforce laid off a massive amount of people. Huge reductions in spend. Twitter laid off everyone after Elon bought it. Like Things are not going well in the world of Wall Street right now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, my Robinhood app agrees with you. Yeah, so don't look at your 401ks for anyone out there. <clears throat> I, I just, and it, and I and I thought about my like I at the first I was getting a little stressed out about like oh my god I we just did this with the pandemic and went through all this crises and renegotiations and getting through it and blah 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 like that was that sucked right like that was yeah, just right. stressful time and we tried building a ballpark on top of that I know right like, like it mm-hmm. was just it was all it was all just shitty. And we got through it, and it was like this light, and it was like a year of joy, happiness. Everyone's back, going to games, escaping, traveling, blah, blah, blah. And then just womp, womp. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're heading into clear tail, like headwinds. You're graduating. If we're going to go, and you and I have experience in this because... Oh, and I don't want to make this doom and gloom because I don't want to make it sound like so negative. But I, my empathy now is coming through for these people because while it could be very easy to get frustrated and throw up the white flag, it's going to take, unfortunately, a little bit more even effort and attitude to get through this next phase because it's not going to be rosy peachy. 2008 was 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 tough, right? Like you... You saw these people graduate from college who were like, I was told all my life, do the right things, get an education, go to college, you graduate, you get a job. There were no jobs, right? There was nothing. Right. You could have they, either packed up and gone home or buckled down and figured it out. 
That's what's going to be facing you in the next couple months. Like, I, I, unfortunately, it just seems to be what is trending that way. More so than ever, get ahead of it. Get the networking, get a job lined up before you, if you can. Don't get too frustrated. The only thing I can share, as much as we talked about with the pandemic, is it's going to be a, a blip on the radar in the grand scheme of things. Don't let it ruin your dream chasing, your outlook, what you want to really do. Don't give up on it because it will get better. It There's just, unfortunately, cycles of the economy that we go through every seems like 15 years that this just happens. It's just another thing you're going to have to deal with, which this this group of college kids, like we just talked about, it probably should be the strongest group of college kids in the history of college yeah, this group kids. group has got a thing. So I want to put some, I want to put a little rainbow on your little storm. <laughs> Please do. I just, I just depressed the shit out of myself talking. So I, uh, you know, I'm on a train for an hour a day or so. And I listen to, we've been banging out some books, but also I have some podcasts. And one of them is a Wall Street Journal. Um, it's called Your Money Briefing. I'm literally looking at it right now. And they said, a recent survey of hundreds of employers show that many plan to hire more college graduates next spring than they did, th- uh, than they did this year um, to discuss the t- type of companies, which basically were uh, some financial companies, uh, insurance, um, things of that nature. And that there's some of these gra- uh, uh, some of the tech jobs. So this was this was dated end of October. So you know, may have changed a little bit. Um, but you know, with there's still a labor shortage, right? But we're also at this weird time where there's like labor shortage, but it's the highest employment of all time. Yep. And uh, so it's almost like to me, it's like. During these times, it's like, let's go back to the basics, right? What gets people jobs? What gets people jobs is having good experiences along with starting to talk to more human beings who then can help you, as I like to call it, skip the line. No, that's 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 what I'm, kind of what I was getting at under my long-winded, depressing way. <laughs> I was, you, Sunshine, <laughs> lollipops, and rainbows. You're you're gonna need ba, to work. Ba, 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 da, ba, 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 ba. Sorry, <laughs> you're fine. No, so, we... I'm sorry to a point, Chris. No, you're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Jeez, I, I've been coughing at night for like a month. I'm very over it. Because um, you had COVID. No, yeah, maybe again. Uh, who the hell knows? It's the 16th time. But no, it's, you, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to work smarter sometimes and even harder too, right? Like it's just. Don't get too frustrated by it all because it's it's just, again, it's a blip. And when you get through it, it feels like in the moment it's the longest enduring thing you could ever go through. But at the end of the day, the, the cream will rise to the crop. Like the ass end of the people like Rob talked about earlier, those people away. are screwed. They're not getting jobs. The ass, the ass end folks are up the ass end, right? It's the there's a there's. Anyway, but no, like seriously, in terms of also like even if you are currently in the industry, which you know a lot of people do listen to this, trying to sell through a through a recession or a downturn, it's tricky, right? And all all data tells you when shit is going sideways as a company, you should actually go the other way, right? You should double down and go get the market share when everyone's hiding and packing up their bags. You should actually be marketing and going out there when everyone else isn't because you can get share of voice a lot easier. You just got to find that crazy CMO, CFO who aren't afraid to take a little chance and risk during these times. They're out there. They, they'll do it, right? And in the same token, like it's it's like when they say when the stock market's dropping, that's when you should be investing more. It's it's the same people. It's same like a, it's, a, it's the same thought process. You're just gonna have to work a little bit harder because the people that sometimes were layups for sponsorships or tickets aren't there, but they're they're still out there. You're just gonna have to work smarter and harder at the end of the day, which kind of contradicts itself. But long Same. story short, my it all comes derives from I was doing the dishes and I had empathy for the the kids in college right now. That's, oh, that's yeah, the story. I, that's the story. I, uh, I I totally feel I totally feel that I totally feel that. 
But I also think it's like, you know, in the same vein, it's like, let's get back to the basics, right? Like, let's get back to what it takes to get there. And I have to give that professor at uh, Springfield who's uh, new, and I, I, I forget her name. I apologize. Um, but she was, you know, it's like, this is how you're going to get jobs. This is how it's going to work. And, uh, you know, they were talking about how things don't happen. I told the old Char- Charlie Cashley story, meeting, meeting him on the bus at Epcot Senate, right? Like, um, when you get going, this these... I, I just can't get out of my brain. It was like, get back to the basics. Get back to talking to people. Get going, you know. I, I never did... I did not do a good job of leveraging, when I was in college, the alumni network that one that you know can absolutely help you and if there's anything it's like go get that list like go right now they have a career center at every college ever right like go get the list just like stop this podcast and like go get the list because that will help even after college right it's like there's got to be somebody you know who will do that yeah for sure no but don't stop the podcast keep listening to the podcast yeah, let's share it. I, w- I would like for you to share. What's well, one of the things we got to do is like the rate and review thing. That's always helpful. It is very, it is very helpful. People got to rate and review. <laughs> the R and R. Oh, um, here's a fun ex- exercise. So, uh, did you hear about to make it? Was last time fun and exercise were actually true. This is. I like working out. I, I do. You know, you work out. I work out. Blah blah. blah. But like it's still work, right? You like work out. <laughs> this isn't a this isn't a workout. This is like when I say exercise. All right, okay. Uh, so Michael Scott actually brought this to my attention because did you do you know you know about the new New York City law with job postings? I sure don't. So New York City passed a law that with a job posting, you have to put a salary range on every job posting. I saw something. I think I saw a headline of like, this job pays between 103 and 206. So that applies to sports jobs too. So as Mr. Mr. Scott and I were on the phone together, I was I went to Teamwork Online and went to MLB jobs, Mets jobs, Yankees jobs to see what salary ranges were for certain specific roles because now they have to post it. So like Manager of event sales for the New York Mets. What do you think the salary range is on this job posting? Fifty-five to sixty-five. Sixty-six thousand one hundred eighty-seven dollars and eighty cents to eighty-eight thousand two hundred fifty dollars and forty cents. Why is in that in New York? In New York, that, what a weird number. And in New York, that's nothing. Right, but like so. All right, let's see what else they got up here. Account executive for group sales. 40 grand. 39,177 to 52,236. Boom. Nailed it. Premium sales manager. Uh, same as the other one. 59,000 to 79,000. Yeah. Manager of inside sales. Same as that. It's 60 to 80. 66 to 88. I can play this game all day. ISR. In sales sales rep. Uh, is that part time or full time? Full time. Thirty-five to fifty. Thirty-six to forty-eight. Boom! <laughs> I should have I should have been doing this the entire time. So, see, this is a fun exercise, though, right? I told you it was a that fun. That was exercise. fun. That was a fun. That was a fun thing to do. So yeah, but now, but this is interesting because now, I would imagine because with laws in general, it tends to happen in in California, New York, and New York, right? Those tend to be the people that set the standard and then it goes from there yeah they're not allowed to have natural gas in california anymore i don't who the hell knows and they shot down sports betting by like a lot by by well my brother who lives there told me why and it came out as the post up response to he he seemed to be right so all the messaging i guess was around they were going to fix homelessness with the tax revenue and he's like californians are sick of hearing that because everyone says they're going to fix homelessness and no one does because it's not fixable really so yeah. all the messages was like oh if you vote if you vote for this it's going to fix it's going to fix homelessness versus like if you sit on your couch you can bet on sports he's like if you just told people what it actually was they lost like 70 30 yeah it wasn't close because he said the messaging was terrible so um but yeah so that's homelessness the... in la was 
eye-opening to me. Oh, it's it's like it's it's oh, senior vice president of ticketing for the Mets. Uh, hundred and seventy-five. 242 to 323. SVP. It's SVP. 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 Market research analyst. Uh, 85 to 110. 56 to 75. I think uh, the big number threw me off. Senior purchasing agent. Don't even worry about it. What does that even do? I'll tell you. Senior purchasing agent. Purchasing agent, are you buying the things from like Cisco and yeah, ability to work with diverse range of vendor suppliers, strong analytical and research skills? So you're buying concession stuff. Uh, I don't think they don't run their concessions, so it's probably not concessions. Um, technology concentration of technology, so buying all the IT stuff. Got it. I don't know, sixty-five to ninety-one. Eighty-one to one hundred eight. Yeah, see tech. Tech people, tech people. Help desk technician. That's a part. Uh, oh, no, it's full-time. Help desk technician. So this is in the technology world? Yes, yeah, like the IT service people. 51 to 72. 50 to 67, yeah. And then the director of data science. Data science. Mind you, know. these might be high, higher because of Uncle Stevie. Uh, yeah, Uncle Stevie. And also, it's New York, right? New York is... Yeah, New York's... Expensive. New York... I mean, you're still poor as shit if you're making $60,000 in New York. Oh, jeez, oh, man. Yeah, where are you going to live? Um, <coughs> what was the job again? Director of Data Science. Uh, 91 to 120. 145 to 194. Christ, be a data scientist, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No one even knows what that means. So that's for the Mets. That's the Mets. Yeah, what's that? I didn't mean... I don't know. I just saw performance in SQL. I, I just I, I clicked right. That's that's. I have no idea. Um, but so like that's that's going to be interesting for this industry though because I like that. Can we play? I I feel like we need to have some sort of game show music before that happens again. Oh, because you want to do it. Right. You, you, I want to do well, it again. That means you have to edit it. <clears throat> I'm not going to edit anything. Um, well, I could do the I Yankees. I would love that. I would love to know. That, but like in Mississippi. Well, that's the thing. It's not. It's not. It's not I know a law it's there. in Calif- It's in New York. So every, but all these things are inflated. All right. So New the New York Yankees manager of partnership sales. Manager of partnership sales. Uh, sixty, sixty, to seventy-five. Seventy to ninety. No commission though. Minimum of two years corporate sales experience. Seems low, for the Yankees, doesn't it? For a manager of corporate sales? I guess so. Like, what kind of inventory do you think is left? Are you just selling program ads? No, they, they, they because of the new stadium, they have they always have a ton. They have, like, so much inventory there because of the LED. They have so much LED. Like, they have it. Oh, right. It's just, it's just different there. Um, they sell differently. They sell. They don't sell necessarily. Not all their deals. They do flighted LED deals because, like, they get the New York out-of-home money. It's. Oh, right. So they'll do, like, a. Movie. Yeah, they get, they just get they get different marketing dollars than everybody else. Junior sales associate. Is that selling tickets? <laughs> yep. Yeah, 50, 40, 40. So 30. it's an it's an hourly rate. So it's an hourly rate. I don't know what's forty grand divided by whatever it is to make an hourly rate. So twenty five dollars an hour. Forty divided twenty five dollars an hour. Twenty five dollars an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour. That's minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, with no commission. Welcome to the Yankees, son. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I got a job with the Yankees. It's Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? Oh, it's minimum wage. So, yeah, that's... But that's okay. Hey, look. You want to go sell? Go sell for the Yankees. And go sell stuff. Yep, yep. Right? I, I, that was that was discouraging. I didn't mean to be discouraging. I'm sorry. That was not what I meant. I apologize to that. I also should apologize to the... Uh, kid from springfield i'm sorry that i put you on blast um but it frustrated me oh uh our friends at bat have a coordinator job the people we the people we donated to um what do you think that pays coordinator job at mlb bat coordinator entry level jobs i'm i'm putting at 40 is kind of my entry 50 to 65 yeah good for bat mlb league paying a little better yeah so but so so okay 
long story short with this, knowing New York is has started this trend, I do expect it to eventually – I mean, I've always thought this because I saw – as I read the article the other day that this rolled out. I think California is rolling it out, L.A. County or something. They say the amount of hours wasted by people and recruiters talking about roles that are so far different from the pay that they'd ever expect, it's such a waste of time. Like, why don't they put the salary range on? It's a good point. Like, put this – What? Put why are you hiding it? <clears throat> Right. So if it's like, it, like if it's if it's a hundred thousand dollars, if it's a hundred thousand dollars and you're going to market with, and you 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 think you're going to have better applicants, and like if I make I make if I make a hundred and forty thousand dollars, I'm not applying for that job. Like you're just you're saving the time. Like you're not going to talk to me. Where you're going to see my resume, you're like, ooh, I should talk to this person. Right. You're just wasting time. Like, what are you hiding? I, I'm not against it. I think it's a good thing. Is it because you don't want your internal people that are already there to know? Yeah, but you'd probably have to tackle that at some point. Comp, 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 like adjust? You're going to, that's just going to have to be a part of it. But you know what I mean? Like, it seems like you waste so much time by posting jobs and like titles are so sometimes misleading. Like, you did a pretty good job in nailing a bunch of them, but some of them you're like, you're off by like $75,000. Yeah, right. I was the SVP one. They would have. You're off by 100 grand. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So like, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna apply that." It's not. It's, but then you're like, "Oh, I will apply that because it's two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty grand." You know what I mean? Like, so like, it's so. Anyway, back to what I was trying to get to. Do you think this will have a profound effect on almost guilting sports teams to pay people more money because no. people are like, "It's just ridiculously too low." No, all right. No, I I, I don't. Because at the end of the day, right, it's a supply and demand type thing. And the, <coughs> the supply of people looking for sports jobs, in my opinion, will forever be long. That's true. It is, it is, it is a differentiator than, you know, uh, HR jobs or insurance sales jobs or whatever that it is. Um, that, that line will always be long, and you're more willing to take less money for something that you think that you'll love to do. And I don't believe that it will affect um, sports jobs. I do think what is affecting sports jobs now more so than anything pays a completely different thing. It's so based on where you live, right? Like that, you know, $60,000 entry level job in New York. I mean, that's 40 grand in Omaha and you're still clearing the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I do think is changing is I just watched the Celtics win, by the way. And, Congrats. Uh, the flexibility in sports, I think, is going to be the, you know, if you were to ask somebody who was in, started their sports career 10 years ago and what's the biggest change, in my opinion, is the flexibility regarding games um, and is the flexibility um, regarding hours, um, the grind it out. You know, we're going to be here for every game. We're going to be here from, you know, we might have been, you know, till midnight last night, but you're sure as hell going to be at your desk at 9 a.m. grinding calls. I think those days are, I think those days are behind us. Of which, yeah, I they, they should be. I think that more sports execs in the short term and the long term, right? Like, you just lose people to go, like, I just can't do sports anymore because... Of the hours, right? Yeah, that's what happens. Let's we talk about the burnout in the early on, right? Like you just, right. you're like, I'm not making enough money, and I'm working too many hours. I'm gonna go yeah, do something I'll, else. I'll go find something else to do. I'll go and sell like cloud storage and make five x. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's what I think will be different. All right, that's a fun exercise. Told you it was a fun exercise. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Vice enjoyed President. That. The last one. Vice President of Global Design at Major League Baseball. Uh, you got me One Vice President is going to be 175 to 250. 200 to 250. Not bad. No? You, you, nailed, the, you nailed the higher end. Good. So if you ever get bored one day and you want to see what people are paying, go to Team York. Uh, Massachusetts will have that soon enough. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Stupid cough. Oh, cough will drive me crazy. Oh, um, before we go. Yeah. Just want to say happy belated birthday, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> you alive over there? <laughs> I was no, I, I was gonna cough again. I was like holding my breath. Um, yes, my baby girl turned four yesterday. Happy birthday, Emma. Yesterday she turned four, so two days Her ago. Her and Maddie got now. along great. Yes. Yep. Nope. Emma, Emma, and Zach make make friends pretty pretty well. They're, yeah, they're, Zach they're, did a great job too. They're good about that. Um, Emma had a Wonder Woman birthday, outdoor birthday party. We had a movie night, seventy two degrees this past Saturday. Got really lucky, never doing that ever again, or chancing that we might have an outdoor November birthday party. Um, no, it was I played golf on that Sunday. I'm sure you. I actually figured you were. Uh, <laughs> I I did the opposite of that. I dug a trench from my house to my shed, which and was that, I, that's a long way. Why? To run electric. Rachel wants a she shed. That's a long. Like how deep was the trench? It's, so I rented a trencher from Home Depot, but it was still a project. So eight, it was 18 inches deep. Um, and then I had to dig a trench underneath my patio walkway because to get the wires to the house, they have to go. So I had to go, I had to dig down, had to take a PVC pipe, essentially cut underneath the ground to get through the underneath the walkway to come out and pop out the other side the electricians when they came today were very impressed that i was able to do that by myself yeah congratulations yeah. The, uh home ownership at its finest. so that's what i was doing on sunday yeah was trenching oh monday monday this past monday past monday i joined an indoor golf league and oh. our first week was monday i had a ton of fun that's cool. X Golf. X Golf. It's at X Golf and the indoor played simulator, nine holes. Just like drank, played golf, and they had nineties hip hop going on, and I was in like heaven. <coughs> we um we have a we have a place called Dr. Green's by here that does that. It's it was so much fun. It was it was so much fun. Can't wait till Monday again. Did you win? No, I played okay. Um but they still tally up you get like uh you you'll earn points a uh, throughout the season. Nice. And uh, it's 10 weeks. So yesterday was week one. Not yesterday, Monday. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. So it was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed it a great deal. I enjoyed the Celtics one. Um, anyway, I, had, I enjoyed this podcast. This was, a, this, was a, this was a wide variety of topics of angry Rob, happy Rob. I would say mostly happy. Mostly happy. I know you brought the rainbow to my doom and gloom. <laughs> Mostly happy. I was just pissed at one thing. Yeah. I bet the article happens, and I bet he has no idea that we talked about it. Until your sister tells him. My sister doesn't listen to this. Oh. Shame she's on her. Shame on her. That's all right. She's still doing great. Uh, all right. I'm tired. All right. I'm tired. <laughs> all right. Yeah, same. I'm going to bed. I'll talk to you later. Later. Later.